Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action. And bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. It is the talk of Las Vegas. Oh, boy. And just for fun, well, what do you want to talk about? Unbelievable. We have an incredible show and uh, got uh, everybody fired up here. Cody Rhodes taking the hit from The Rock and so much more happening. And uh, we've got a, some great guests and uh, hopefully Jose's got his feed going there. But uh, Jose, do we have you? So we uh, we lost Jose there, but we'll try and get Jose back on here. He's at the house, got a sick kid there. But in studio right now, we've got uh, Chad Holloway from Poker News. Longtime wrestling guy. Very happy to have Chad in studio. Chad, how are you doing today? I am doing all right, Mark. It's been a while since I've gotten to come on the show, and I'm pretty excited because, as you said, there's a lot going on in the wrestling world. And for myself, as you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit. I'm fresh off the Jericho Cruise uh, that uh, happened last weekend down in Miami, down to Cozumel, Mexico, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So very excited to have you on the show. And uh, we've also got a guy that, well, I got to tell you, he saves me a lot of time and effort in case, you know, I can't quite get to watch stuff. Yeah, does some pretty darn good summaries on Bleacher Report and uh, some great reporting and interviews. Doc Chris Mueller is going to be on the show today. We're going to get to hear from him as we, well, break all this down. And a lot of stuff happened in AEW, too, as we are going to have him on the show as well. So, it is a jam-packed episode here on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM. Talk of Las Vegas, of course, streaming worldwide on the Odyssey app. And uh, we also hope we can, uh, you know, if you want to interact with the show, you can join us in the chat. Uh, just hop in there on YouTube or Facebook, and I'm sure everybody's going to have a lot to say today, to say the least. Um, it is going to be a fascinating show as we break down Everything going on uh, with Cody Rhodes, The Rock, WrestleMania, and so much more. I mean, this is going to be a fascinating, fascinating situation, to say the least. And we become not only the sports capital of the world with the Super Bowl going on, but WrestleMania is taking center stage as the press conference is going to be here. This massive event down at T-Mobile is going to be hitting us. On Thursday, and AEW is in town for AEW Collision, and we're going to be giving away tickets, both hours, a couple pairs of tickets to give away. So this should be something pretty impressive, too. So get ready for that. It's going to be a pretty sensational two-hour show. So get ready for a pretty exciting, jam-packed show here on KDON. Chad, are you excited? <laughs> I am excited. Like you said, it was a, a lot to uh, to discuss all across the spectrum there, and 
you know, it's exciting here in Vegas because it is Super Bowl week and there's going to be a lot of activities. And, and what you just mentioned there, the WrestleMania press conference coming up. Uh, I know it's been the talk of the town. You've messaged me about it. I've had some other people here in Vegas talking about it. So uh, it should be fun, a fun week here in Vegas. And as you mentioned, going to be a great show. Absolutely. So, and uh, hopefully we'll get Jose's technical difficulties going through. He should, that feed should be going to him, but I'm not sure why it's not. But we'll uh, we'll try and get that squared up for him as we uh, we go along. But of course, the big story of the day happened on Friday night. You know, and, and I guess we need to back up a little bit because we had the situation. This all kind of started a week and a half ago with the Vince McMahon lawsuit where Vince decided that it would be a very good idea to not pay Janelle Grant one of the NDAs that was filed. And, of course, her attorney then filed a lawsuit that had some pretty heavy allegations in it against him. And uh, Vince was then removed from the board of TKO, which is the parent company of UFC and WWE. So Vince is out. Caught in that, was apparently Mr. Brock Lesnar. Brock was supposed to be at the Royal Rumble. And unfortunately for him, he is now not going to be appearing anywhere anytime soon for the world, for world wrestling entertainment. So he gone. The Royal Rumble happens and Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble. And thank God he did because CM Punk, who was he was the one of the last two men in the Rumble, tears another tricep. He is out. So thank God they they decide not to go with the shiny new toy because had they picked Punk, he'd have been on the shelf. And you would have had the Royal Rumble winner not even being able to be at WrestleMania, and he's going to be out for months. So say goodbye to CM Punk, who's going to be challenging Seth Rollins. So now you lose Lesnar and you lose Punk. Well, guess what? The big man comes riding in, The Rock, newly appointed board member to TKO, who apparently had already been behind the scenes, clamoring and saying, man, it's WrestleMania 40. It's the big one. Man, oh day, I gotta, mm, I gotta save the day. That's what the reports are saying. Said he had to save the day. So, apparently, with all this going on, The Rock said, "I've got to wrestle Roman. I've got to wrestle Roman." And guess what? After all this two years of buildup to Cody finishing the story. Cody comes out on his announcement night on SmackDown of who he's going to wrestle. They gave him this amazing line of BS after Roman put down Seth Rollins and said it's the loser's bracket title. You know, you want to wrestle for number two, that's fine. But if you want to take another shot at being number one, bring it on, Cody. And Cody comes out and says, well, you know, if you want to finish... You know, is finishing the story about me winning that belt or is it taking over everything away from you? And he says, I'll get you soon enough, but not at WrestleMania. 
the rocks music hits, the crowd's yelling and screaming. The rock comes out, gives Cody the hug, and you can just see. And Chad, you're a poker player. You you could tell by the look on Cody's face, the sadness, the disappointment that he tried to put a smile on his face, but it wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, you, it could, was, you could read it all over his face, like you said. It, it was pretty heartbreaking. It was miserable. And Cody walks off, took a pause as he was going back and looking back at the ring a couple of times. And then The Rock and Roman have their walk around, and apparently then afterward, you know, Roman's holding the belt up and, So apparently we're going to get rock and Roman. Apparently. The reaction was not too good. From the fan base of of world wrestling entertainment. We want Cody. Has been trending since Friday night. It was the number one trend in the United States on X. It has been nonstop. Nonstop. There, Sean Ross Sapp uh, from Fightful did a, one of those long, little online polls, and usually you'll get you know, twenty or thirty thousand ish um, you know, responses. He got over a hundred thousand responses on that poll, about eighty percent, eighty percent saying that. Uh, There was a situation there. I don't know what was going on, but wow. They want Cody. This is an absolute disaster for WWE, apparently. They're going to stick with it. They're going to stick with it, but uh, I don't know, man. This is interesting. We'll find out. So we can, uh, we'll find out what's happening, but, um, yeah, we've got a situation, Chad. We've got a situation. Yeah. The, uh, the wrestling fans out there aren't taking too kindly to it. I mean, I've seen some mainstream news articles. I think there was a TMZ article that I read just this morning that was talking about the story and how people are very upset. Um, yeah, it, uh, it was heartbreaking and you, you have to wonder with the rumble, because of that CM Punk injury that uh, maybe had them call this audible late and a lot of people not liking the play call that has been uh, coming in with The Rock. You know, I watched the Rumble after the fact. As I mentioned, I was on that Jericho cruise and uh, the Rumble took place while I was on a cruise ship. So I was unable to watch it until after the fact and I knew that Punk got hurt and uh, to know that and see him still, I think, you know, watching it, see the moment where it kind of happened, but he still powered through and gave it his all. Uh, it was very impressive for Cody Rhodes to go back-to-back in the Royal Rumble. I think the first person to do it in what, 26 years or, or thereabouts since I think Stone Cold Steve Austin did it. Uh, very impressive. And then to have this story take such a turn. You know, it, it was perfectly set up for him to go take on Roman and then on Friday night, 
all that evaporates. And you see, like you, you mentioned, Mark, the pain on his face. Uh, and what would usually be, I would think, just this huge pop for The Rock would be back uh, was just muted in a lot of ways in terms of everyone empathizing, their hearts breaking for, for Cody Rhodes. Yeah, this is going to be a tricky situation. I'll be interested to see how they handle this. So, you know, this is um, this is going to be something else. I mean, it, is it possible that you know the the officials, the writers, the the storytellers at WWE maybe are playing a longer game in this instance that the the injury did make them call an audible of sorts. So maybe at WrestleMania we do have The Rock versus Roman. You have Cody versus Seth. Let's say Roman beats The Rock. And then maybe Cody Rhodes says, all right, The Rock couldn't get it done. I needed to get it done and set something up for SummerSlam. So just a little more delayed, add a little more depth and context to the story. Uh, Maybe that's a possibility. Um, I don't know. But if they don't do something with Cody Rhodes and and give him a little bit of redemption somewhere down the line, um, I don't think that's going to sit too well with the fans. Yeah. We'll talk more about it, and uh, like I said, I, I understand we're having some issues on the live stream. That's okay. We're gonna we got to keep our radio show going because that's the priority here. But uh, we're gonna be joined in a little bit here uh, by uh, our good friend from Bleacher Report. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And if we have to call him, we'll call him. We'll get it all squared up here. But we're just, we're gonna take a break in a little bit. Uh, Doc Chris Mueller is gonna be joining us. So everybody, we're gonna step back. And take a breather, and we'll be right back here on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. So stick around, everybody. We will be right back. One zero one five FM K Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on K Don. One zero one five FM. Talk Las Vegas. And fortunately, so we're having some issues with our live stream, so we're going to have to go back old school and now just stick with our, our radio program. So stick with us here. And, of course, we've got Chad Holloway in studio. And, uh, Chad, uh, tell everybody a little bit uh, while I'm going to make a phone call and we're going to get Doc on the line. Tell everybody a little bit about what's going on with, you know, you were just on a big trip. I was, yeah. I just got back from... The Chris Jericho Cruise. Now, he's been doing this for several years. This was the fifth edition. It was uh, postponed, I think, for a couple years when the pandemic hit, but uh, got back on track. And this was the fifth edition of the Chris Jericho Wrestling Rock and Roll Rager on the high seas. My first time going. Uh, I had the opportunity to, well, I just decided to go, rather. But uh, last year, uh, Mark, as you know, I read... Chris Jericho's books. And after reading one of them, I tweeted and I just said, uh, you know, it was a great read. Uh, he's a great author. 
And I really enjoy reading his books because I see a lot of similarities between the wrestling industry and the wrestling business and the world that I work in, which is poker. Um, It might not seem like a lot of overlaps on the face of things, but when you take into account uh, the need to constantly travel to different cities, you're always on the road, uh, kind of the lifestyle, if you will, you know, a lot of partying, a lot of money, uh, things like that. There's just a, a lot of similarities that I saw. So I tweeted as much and it caught the attention of Jericho who tweeted back at me and said, uh, you know, this is interesting. Why don't you come on my show and and let's talk about it. And so um, about a month later, I was a guest on his podcast, Talk is Jericho, which uh, was a lot of fun. You can check out that episode. But for me, you know, I was a big WCW kid. Me and all my friends growing up, we were into the NWO and and that whole storyline, Goldberg and all that. And of course, Chris Jericho was a huge part of WCW. Uh, the Lionheart, and uh, we we remembered him. He's always one of our favorites. He, of course, went on to WWE and is now AEW, and it's just a Hall of Fame career uh, all around, the longevity, uh, just really impressive. So to get the chance to go on a show was just awesome, and I said, you know what? Uh, they just finished up their fourth cruise. They were taking deposits on their fifth, and I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on this cruise and uh, – you know, continue this journey, if you will. And, and so I did. I made my deposit and fast forward about a year to last week. Uh, and I went and I took one of my friends that I grew up with who also loved the WCW days. And uh, we went down to Miami, which is where the cruise ship sailed out of four days down to Cozumel, Mexico. And it was just an awesome time. There were all kinds of activities. This is basically a wrestling and rock and roll cruise because anybody who knows of Chris Jericho knows that not only is he a great wrestler, he is also a member of the band Fozzy and loves rock and roll and has had a good career there. So this was a combination rock and roll cruise, wrestling cruise, with all sorts of activities that were going on. Of course, there were a lot of bands playing, including Fozzy. There were all kinds of wrestling matches between some AEW stars that were on the ship, um, which there were, oh gosh, I would say close to probably two dozen, maybe 30 uh, different wrestling stars there. You had Swerve Strickland uh, and his whole crew. You had Lance Archer, Sky Blue, Colt Cabana, uh, Nick Wayne, the prodigy. Um, The list just went on and on. And it was just really a cool experience for me as somebody who has always enjoyed wrestling. I've been a fan. Uh, Like I said, WCW primarily. Picked it back up within the last five years. Started watching the WWE and AEW. And I'd say I'm a casual fan, which I'm sure a lot of listeners are as well. But on this cruise, Mark, and I told you this when uh, we, we hung out the other night, I said, like, I'm a casual wrestling fan. You yourself are a pretty hardcore fan. I mean, you have your own wrestling show. I said, some of the people on this cruise put even you to shame, Mark. These are, I mean, hardcore wrestling fans. And it was just wild to see, to be part of that, uh, all their knowledge, there were people who, there were probably 40 or 50 people, that was their fifth time on the cruise. They've literally went every single year and they go back time and time and time again because there is this kind of camaraderie and family atmosphere on the cruise. And, um, you know, being first timers, we were new to it, but it was just really fun to see. And, and Jericho did a great job. The guest of honor was uh, Paul White, the big show, uh, the giant to those of us in the WCW days. So it was awesome to see him. Uh, they had some other legends, if you will, there. They had the Mountie uh, was there, Ultimo Dragon, 
um, Jerry Lynn, um, Missy Hyatt. I mean, the list just went on and on. Wow. That is an amazing experience, Chad. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. And to, to see Jericho and the big show actually wrestle again, I got to say, like, that, that was very nostalgic for me. Awesome. Well, a guy who's gone through a lot of nostalgia, to say the least, and, of course, has been banging away with AEW and WWE and is caught in the middle of all this stuff right now, having a great old time. And uh, actually, Chad, one second. So we, got, we got our superstar hotline calling in. So I, I know we're going to get Jose Volante on here, too. So bear with us for one second. Uh, Chad, tell me where you can find you on social media, too, real quick. Yeah, if you want to find me on social media, you can on X, which was formerly Twitter, at Chad A. Holloway. The A is my middle initial, so it's at Chad A. Holloway. I'm also on Instagram at Disco underscore Chad, Disco underscore Chad. And, yes, that Disco is because of my love of Disco Inferno from WCW. I'm very sorry about that. (laughs) Okay, so we've, we've got everybody squared up now. All right. So first, let's uh, we got Jose squared away. Uh, Jose, we got you on the line. I hope. Oh, there we go. We'll, we'll do that. There we go. Jose, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you guys. All right, there we got Jose, and we've also got on the line from Bleacher Report, Chris Doc Mueller. How you doing, Doc? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Oh, well, recovering from some technical difficulties. Not sure what was going on there, but uh, unfortunately we lost our live stream. That's okay. We'll keep this thing going the normal way because we are a radio show. So it's all, that's all right. But, but Doc, a lot going on here in the news over the past week and a half. Man, how are you taking all this in? Well, I am fortunate enough to where I don't actually have to cover like breaking news and, and, and the kind of backstage things that you're probably referring to. Uh, So I'm actually probably in a better place than most people in wrestling media, because I don't have to talk about that stuff if I don't want to. Uh, So I've kind of just been sitting back and, and watching the story unfold like everybody else, to be honest with you. Well, let's get your reaction first, you know, because they're trying to make this Vince McMahon story go away. It's not going anywhere. And and I'm curious to see your thoughts first on your what has been going on with Vince and, and this lawsuit and where do you think all this is headed? I mean, I'm no I'm nowhere near a legal expert in any way. So as far as like where the lawsuit's headed and what the potential ramifications could be i have no clue i do know that i'm happy he's gone um to be quite honest with you like i'm not one of those people who's hung up on like oh wwe wouldn't be here without vince it's like i don't know the pro wrestling industry would probably still be here guys it just might look a little different so i uh i don't know i i'm one of those people who's kind of like I'm t- I take a step back typically with these and I I like to let a lot of the women in wrestling media take over in these situations because they're the ones who are going to be a lot more experienced in terms of dealing with men who've been abusive in some way or just these kind of situations. So I- I've sort of been letting them take the reins on this because 
they're going to handle it much better than I can. I'm sort of just there if they need somebody to talk to, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, this it's and of course, you know, this is between this that took Brock Lesnar out, CM Punk obviously getting hurt. And now, you know, the rock comes in and, you know, I, I hate to say it, but you know, there's, there's a hero complex here. Uh, you know, we, the DC studio situation where he came in and tried to, you know, force the black Adam character down everybody's throats a little bit that didn't work out. And now all of a sudden and he's, you know, we, we heard stories from a lot of people that he was making a big push to, you know, have the, the match with Roman Reigns anyway before all this happened. And now, uh, man, Cody gets shoved aside. And, you know, we're seeing all these, the, the we want Cody trend, and a lot of people are upset about this. And, you know, it's it's pretty devastating. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you thinking when you see all this going on right now? What I think is there are too many cooks in the kitchen. TKO, Endeavor, WWE, whatever we want to call it now, there are too many people weighing in. And so you have The Rock who, like, despite the fact that The Rock is probably one of the greatest, like, overall entertainers of our generation, like, you know, movies, dude can sing, dude can do pretty much anything. But we also know that The Rock, like anyone in that position, will have a gigantic ego just like all the other people in pro wrestling who hold an iota of power. Like you kind of have to have an ego to be in that business. So you end up having people like the rock who has his own motivations, triple H who has his own motivations, Roman Reigns who has his own thing. And then you have Cody who, despite being one of the most popular people on the roster gets the biggest pop every time he comes out, it, it feels like they're willing to say, okay, that story that we've been hammering into the ground that he needs to finish the story for years, even put it in our video game, isn't as important as one marquee match between The Rock and Roman Reigns, which, frankly, can happen at any time. The whole point was Cody needs to be at WrestleMania, finish the story, blah, blah, blah. And now it feels like they're kind of pulling a bait and switch. But my hope is that we're actually all being fooled and that maybe we still get Cody and Roman and that they have another plan in place for Seth, even without punk. I mean, that whole thing just threw a monkey wrench in all the plans with, with punk getting injured. Yeah, it definitely did. And you know, you, you got to wonder this, this feels a lot like the situation with Daniel Bryan and Batista a while back, you know, (laughs) and, and the, the one thing that really, I, I did see somebody mention this, and the, the tricky part that I think that some people are forgetting about is where this thing is. This is in Philadelphia. I'm from South Central PA. And I'm going to tell you something. If they go through with this and those fans wanted Cody in this match, and the they're not going to care. They won't care if it's The Rock. They wouldn't care if it was Santa or Jesus Christ. They are going to boo the hell out of these guys. It has potential. You know, if you remember what happened to the Royal Rumble a while back in 2015, that got pretty nasty at the end of that. I mean, it, I, I don't know if it quite has Goldberg, Lesnar written all over it because those guys were bailing out. But, man, 
this could get really ugly at the end of WrestleMania 40, and I don't know if WWE wants that. You know, I actually saw somebody pitch something really interesting the other day that I liked. They said, why don't we do Roman and Rock on night one, and then Cody and Seth on night one, and then have Roman and Cody on night two. Yeah, I mean, like, that... I had a better idea for you. What's that? I mean, in my opinion, check this out. In WWE 2K24, what happened? The tagline is finish the story. So why not do something where, hey, there's a plot twist, contract signing. Roman signs the contract thinking he's going to fight The Rock. But then what happens at the end of the day, Roman didn't read the contract. He's cocky. Let's just say that happens. And then it's a plot twist. Roman is taking on Cody with The Rock being a special guest referee. So then it's fair. There's nothing else that happens there. Because then after that, Cody ends the story and you can still get The Rock versus Roman at SummerSlam. That's just another thing you could throw out there based off of everything that is being said and being seen. So that's just me. That's my opinion. You know why I like that idea? Because everybody claims Ricky Starks is copying The Rock, and it would be so funny if The Rock pulled the same thing Ricky Starks has pulled twice in AEW now by having the contract say something different. That would be hilarious to me. I actually kind of like that idea. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there's there are a lot of different possibilities that they could still go with, and uh, and, and I think given... The the unpopularity of this, at least for right now, you know, certainly we still got two months and we still got another pay per view. We got the elimination chamber coming up here uh, in a little bit. There's room to play, and you know, I I really think that WWE has got to be smart enough to know that if if the fans don't want this, and and you still got to remember it's it's X. And, you know, it's, it's not totally the real world, but at the same time, I, you know, you saw that, uh, that card down in, it's in Tennessee that just took place and they played that video and everybody was booing, you know, they, they got to read the room and, and that's what I think is going to make this press conference in here in Las Vegas on Thursday. Very interesting because you're going to get a, a real live reaction to everything that's going on with uh, a lot of fans in town. This is you know, this is going to be a very interesting couple of weeks to see where they take this, Doc. I'm I'm going to be a, a very entertained spectator when I go down there to T-Mobile on Thursday night. You know, I'm I'm usually one of those people who's like, I don't try and get too mad about any decisions in pro wrestling. I just sort of go along for the ride. But like, they re- you're right. They really do need to read the room. Like, this is an instance where like everybody knows that they changed directions when they saw how popular Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson was back in the day. Like the yes movement kind of was an organic thing that WWE was like, you know what? We actually do have to jump on this. And I kind of hope that they do the same thing here and realize like, you know what? Even if the rock versus Roman is a slightly bigger match. We should not alienate the fans who've been here for a year or two following Cody this whole time. So I I do really hope that they kind of get their head out of their butt and decide to actually give us the match that they've been frankly building toward for well over a year. I do too. I was, you know, it's funny. I was talking to some people last night and I just was saying to myself, man, they, they can't do this. 
they can't do this. So I don't know. I mean, it was either Cody put on a hell of a, an acting job last night, and you know was. <laughs> I mean, you could you could see it on his face, man. It just was the the disappointment. But uh, you know, maybe co- part of me. But Cody is so good that part of me wonders if that is all part of like a ruse. Like, yeah. are they just you know gonna pull the rug out from under us, or are they actually gonna give us the match we want? I mean, like I know Cody a little bit. We're not like you know close friends or anything, but from what I know about him he is such a pro that even if he was mad, I doubt he would let it show as much as he did. And that's why I think it might actually be building towards something. We're not really anticipating. Well, you got to remember the rule. It's pro wrestling. That's how it goes. (laughs) I mean, those, those words cards subject to change are very much real. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. All right. Oh, well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have more with uh, Doc Chris Mueller from Bleacher Report, uh, one of the best in the business. Ain't no doubt about it. One of the best, uh, one of the best writers out there. And, uh, you know, certainly I will say has saved my butt many a time. We'll talk to him about everything he's got going and uh, just how great his summaries are and uh, his job and, and what's going on in AEW because. Man, we're getting ready for a big pay-per-view and saying goodbye to an icon here in just a few weeks. So how about we keep it rolling here? Mark Hoke, Jose Vellante, Chad Holloway sitting in Studio 2. So stick around, everybody. We'll be right back here on the Mark Hoke Show on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Stick around. we got a whole lot more coming up. We'll be right back. One zero one five FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now here again is Mark Hoke, and we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on K Don One Zero One Five FM, the Talk of Las Vegas. Also streaming live worldwide on that Odyssey app, and we thank all of you for joining us. We're certainly happy to have you with us. Of course, uh, Jose Volante co-hosting and very happy, of course, to have sitting in with us today from Bleacher Report, one of the best in the biz, Doc Chris Mueller joining us. Doc, how's things out there in Chicago, by the way? You keep them warm? Oh. Think we lost Doc now. Doc, you there? I'm I'm sorry, I I had to mute my mic for a second. Oh, good. <laughs> it's it's been okay for the last few days. It was cold there for a bit, but you know you you get used to it living in the Midwest. Yes, you do. I well, I went to college in North Dakota State, so I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, of course, uh, you do a lot of interviews for Bleacher Report for AEW, and you know, lost in a lot of this is man, we're getting ready for AEW Revolution and the retirement of Sting. And uh, he and Darby Allen you know, appear to be headed for a showdown with the Young Bucks. Not official yet, but you know they're challenging for the EW World Tag Team Championships. And a lot of people are wondering, 
Should they win that match next week? Uh, what are your thoughts on Sting and Darby winning the AEW tag titles? I actually don't think they should. I think the Bucks should cost them the match to officially set up the Revolution match. Um, I, I really don't think the AEW tag titles have been used to elevate the tag team division the way that they should be. And kind of having them go on a guy we know isn't going to be around very long and another guy who's not even going to be in the tag team division much longer is not my ideal outcome personally. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird that they they're doing that. But, you know, of course, Sting has not dropped a match since he's been back. So this will be a, a very interesting decision for AEW if they decide to push the uh, push the envelope with this and put the tag titles on them and head them into revolution wearing the straps. So we'll see how that goes. But I'll tell you, one thing that was a weakness for AEW a little while ago has now become a strength, apparently, is the women's division. You know, with Serena D back and Deanna Perrazzo coming in there, all of a sudden the AEW women's division is catching fire and people are really enjoying it. Yeah, they've definitely done a better job recently. Having two women's matches on collision last night was a big step in the right direction. I think that's something we need to see more often. The the one match per show rule, it wasn't a rule, obviously, but that that kind of wasn't flying for a lot of people, me included. And so I'm very happy that we're getting not only a couple of new faces, but we're we're seeing some of the best character work across the board from anyone in years from Tony Storm. And you've got Julia Hart, who's one of the most magnetic personalities they have. Like the AEW women's division is very healthy right now. And I'm very happy about that, especially because Willow has been so heavily featured and she's one of my favorites. Yeah, this is going to be very exciting. I think coming up at revolution with Deanna Prazo taking on Tony Storm too. So um, and of course, we've got the championship picture with uh, Simo Joe. Uh, not sure who the opponent's going to be for sure yet, but Swerve Strickland and Hangman Adam Page is. You know, either way, we're going to get a hell of a match at Revolution on that too. And Joe appears to have kind of stabilized things and gotten everybody on a pretty serious page there in AEW at the top of the card. Yeah, Joe's great. I had a chance to interview Joe uh, not that long ago, and he is one of the best in the business in a lot of ways. Like, that guy can talk. That guy can wrestle. He makes you care. He he can make you laugh and scare the crap out of you in one promo. Like, he is by far one of my favorite in the men's division. So having him as a world champion on television in 2024, like, I could not be happier about that. Yeah, MJF better be uh, ready to try and take his spot back. It's not going to be the easiest thing in the world, to say the least. Now, one one thing that I, I wanted to you know give you your flowers for is the summaries that you and Eric do on, on Bleacher Report. I recommend those to everybody because you summarize all you know, the pay-per-views, of, you know, obviously all the AEW cards, Raw, SmackDown, and you know, grade those out too. And I'll tell you what, to me, they are the go to summaries of all the events that, that I've found on the internet. I, I, I don't, I don't read anybody else's to be quite frank for the most part. 
And I want to congratulate you on the work that you do. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive. You know, how, what goes into all those articles that you do and, and how you put it all together? Uh, I mean, for one, thank you very much. That, that does mean a lot. Um, I I my main thing is I try not to take any of it that seriously. Like for one thing, the grade is like Bleacher Report wants that and people do kind of enjoy like a rating of some kind. I tell people not to really take my grade all that seriously. It's more like the overall analysis that I'm offering. That's really what I'm bringing to the table. But as far as writing them goes, I mean, I've been, I've actually, October was my 15 years with Bleacher Report since I started there. Wow. And I I honestly kind of fell backwards into it. Like this was not something I intended to be doing for work. And so to like still be there after 15 years and to have been covering all these shows consistently for a decade now, like it's kind of just second nature. I just sort of open it up and, and do my thing when the show starts. Like, I don't know if I could really lay out like what the process is because there isn't really much of a process for me. Like I just point out the things that I think are things people would like to know in the match, kind of give an overall impression of it and then hopefully offer a grade that's in line with what people think. Well, I personally, I think you pretty much nail it. I, I generally agree. Not always, but, but pretty much, I think you do a terrific job. And that's so, and that is one of those things like I don't want everybody to agree with me. Like I, I think pro wrestling is great because there are people who enjoy different things. So like I'll sometimes give a match a C and I'll have people being like, what are you talking about? That was my favorite match on the card. Or I'll give a match something close to an A and people will be like, Oh, that wasn't that good. But like, I might be looking at it in a different way. Like I might be grading it really high based solely off of how technically good it was, not how exciting it was. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, we're wrapping up some real quick, uh, real quick doc. Tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter X, whatever it is at BR underscore doctor. All my work is on bleacher report and I'm currently doing a wrestling art giveaway. So go check that out. All right. So check it out, doc. Thanks for joining us on the show. We really do appreciate it, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. There you go, guys. Doc, Chris Mueller, make sure you give him a follow. And, guys, when we come back, we're going to have more Jose Volante and I and uh, Chad Holloway sitting in here. Oh, We're going to break down this whole thing with a rock a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody, on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. We will be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening. Y'all ready to get loud? On the eve of the biggest event in sports, in the shadow of the Vegas Strip, All Elite Wrestling presents Collision. This is professional wrestling. 
Live every moment of a pregame like none other. Get the feeling. AEW Collision, the night before the big game. Live Saturday, February 10th from the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson, Nevada. Tickets on sale now at AEWTix.com.